you to the International's with Mechi, a podcast about nothing. It talks about everything. My name is Nick. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan. Yo. My actual brother, Mikey. You gonna sneeze? Good morning. Good? I thought I was. And, uh, I mean, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Got a quick five miles in on the bike this morning. Last month, I did not get as many miles as I wanted. I did hit over 100, so that was good. On the bike? Nah. Last month, I did more walking and running. I did less on the bike because uh, January... I made it a point every night to come down and do five to six miles on the bike, like every day. And that was actually kind of rough. You would think it wouldn't because it's only like 20 minutes, but it just kind of threw everything off at night. And I was getting to bed way too late because, you know, I get home, it's like seven o'clock. Most of the time I'm, I'm eating dinner while the girls are like getting ready for bed. So in reality, I only have but like an hour or two with the kids, you know, before everybody starts going to sleep. And I was taking some of that time to come down here and ride the bike so by the time i was done you know i turn everything off and whatever and go upstairs you know the little one's like oh dad come watch tv with me you know because you miss me she didn't get to have as much time with me even though like i said it's not much it's 20 minutes but you know to a kid it seems like a lot you know what i mean so i decided to uh not be so strict on getting down for the bike at night i did rearrange my my gym schedule so i was able to walk the dog more in the morning so I got a lot more of my miles uh, last month in walking and running as opposed to January. January, was, it was predominantly bike. I want to say like 90% bike. And now it kind of, it, it almost seems like it was 50-50 last month. So I'm kind of happy about that. I feel like you're getting more bang for your buck with the walks and the runs, right? Than, than just a stationary bike in the house. So I didn't get as many miles, but I feel like my miles were more quality. More yeah, better quality, more efficient. The, yeah, like this, this one week, I got one, thing, two, three, four, five. That mild thing is any any way, like walking, yeah. running, swimming, jumping, yep. whatever. Right. Walking, running, rowing, even like if you, you know, you're out in the water all the time, rowing, if you could, anything that you could generate miles with your with your own body propelling you in some form or fashion, you know, nothing motorized. I, I just got to rough my ass. That's basically it. So I knocked it down. So, so I was doing, I was doing four, four days in the gym. And then, you know, one day, like a rest day, that would be the day I'd walk the dog in the morning. <clears throat> and then the weekends were kind of like, you know, whatever I could get. So I knocked it down to three days in the gym and I, I'm doing a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they're like right in succession. And then I got four days, you know, that I try to make sure I get at least a mile to three mile walking, you know, cause I feel like rest too, man. My, my biggest thing really is rest, man. Like, you know, big when it was funny when the year started, you know, and everybody comes out with their, their new year challenges and whatnot. And, you know, one was like be outdoors for 30 days straight for 30 minutes. You know, one was like get a workout. Like they all centered around some sort of physical activity. And, you know, me, I jumped on a couple of them. You know, some of them were pages I follow. So I was doing it more for support. But as I'm doing them, I'm realizing like, yo, like I already lead a very active like life, you know, our jobs is very physical. You know, we're always moving around at work. I have a dog, so I'm, I'm almost always outside walking with my dog. You know, I got the gym in the back, so it's like, you know, I'm jumping on all these challenges to, to be more active. I'm like, yo, not for nothing, but like, that's not the direction I need to be going. I don't need to be getting more active. Like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't, you know, prioritize my, my rest and relaxation enough 
and I think it's really hindering me. So I've been trying to shift my focus a little bit on, on that aspect and really trying to, you know, stay active like I am, throw in a couple of extra things to switch it up because, you know, most of the time my, my activity was, was weights in the gym. So I'm really trying to focus more on the, the cardiovascular health and, and stamina and whatnot. And then, you know, trying to incorporate that rest. That's really the, the challenge I needed to, to jump on. The challenge that says we're going to sit still for 30 minutes a day for 30 days. Like, that's the challenge I need to join because I don't, you know, don't know how to. You know, that's not what I've, I've done. That's not what I've ever done. You know, because I'll sit in the morning. You know, I sit in the morning, but, you know, I'm reading. I'm doing I'm doing mental work. I'm reading. I'm figuring. Yeah. I don't, you so know, you're really not sitting. Yeah, the stuff I read ain't for enjoyment. The stuff I read is for growth and development. So I'm reading, but I'm also thinking. I'm taking notes. I'm jotting stuff down. So, but, you know, it's a work in progress, man. A little bit, a little bit of time and chip away at, at different areas. And that's it, man. What's up, brother? Good morning. Nice of you to join us. Good morning. Morning, Nick. Fucking tired, though. Sick of that. Sick of that. Yeah, I was up late last night, so. Yeah, anything fun? No, uh, I mean, no, 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 I was home. I was home. Um, Yeah, no, not really. Not really. I mean, it was fun for a little bit, but not really. How was, uh, how was your night? Your night was, uh, was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. We went we went to Medieval Times for Vanessa. I thought, she got, I thought she got knighted. Yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, we had a lot of her friends. At first, I thought it was uh, not the best idea, you know, the way we, we did it. Because, um, you know, we decided to just take the kids. We paid for all the kids. But we, we had eight kids under 10 and uh, two kids over 60. What? So, you know, mom and dad, they were like having another set of kids. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, because, you know, you know, medieval times, that place gets packed. Like, there's a lot yeah. of people there. And, and anything can happen. Um, you know, and... I know ones like me right away, we get our, our uh, survival instinct kicks in and we, we watching doors, we watching people, we making sure like the kids are safe, we seeing who could possibly be a threat. So my, my head count, head count, head count. Bro, I was counting every 10 minutes, two, four, six, eight. All right, two, four, six. Every time we move, two, four, six, eight, counting. So I'm, I'm you know, eagle-eyed on these kids. Cause I'm like, yo, like these parents trusted us with these kids. I cannot let anything happen to these kids. And granted, maybe, you know, I'd be a little OD with it. But that's that's the way I am. I mean, I ain't gonna you change. were going to watch Knights Battle, so I mean, you but know, so you, you know, I'm trying to watch these kids, and Dad's talking to me, and I'm listening. You know, I'm not being rude. I'm I'm nodding my head. I'm listening. I'm saying things, and every two minutes he's hitting me to like look at him. I'm like, Yo, pops, I got eight girls I gotta watch. Can you stop hitting me to look at you? Like I'm listening to you. I'm trying to watch these kids, and I'm in charge of right now, man. So can't, I'm listening to you. Don't worry, I'm listening to you, man. Damn. And uh, and what, and there was something else that mom mom has said. I forgot what it was. And I looked. At, I said, "Damn, you guys are like like having two more kids in this damn group." And there's you know laughed it off. But it was good. It was good. Everybody had a good time. Um, it was nice because none of the kids had been there. Mom and dad has never been there. Um, my mother-in-law she came with us. She has never been there. Um, so it was pretty cool to like share that with everybody. Their first experience there. Uh, the, the kids loved it, man. They were screaming their heads off, cheering for the night. <laughs> there was one point where there was a, a lady on a, on a white horse out there doing all types of tricks and just, like, being real majestic with it. It was a nice a nice show, and Nessa screaming, slay, girl, slay. And the, the girl actually <laughs> turned and, like, smiled at Ness. So it was cute. There was a lot of cute moments. But, yeah, like, you know, going in there, I had eight little kids in front of my house, 
Um, one minute they were all being goats. Next minute they were all acting like, you know, little girls squealing and laughing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure if this was the best idea. But it went well. It went well. You know, my, I had my wife in the front. She kind of led the charge. And then I stood in the back and just made sure everybody was safe. It was a lot of fun. That sounds like a good time. I've I, I done that with... Uh, how the food there? Is it, is it like back in the day? Like... Yeah, you ain't you ain't going there for the food. Nah, you going there I mean, for the food, But do they right. have do they have any options? Right. I remember back in the day, it was like a there's, whole chicken. That's it. No, there's two options. You you get the whole chicken, or you get the um the vegetarian option, which is what I went with last night because you know I'm on my uh no meat for Lent business. Um, well, and the well, what vegetarian. The, uh, that's but see, I was I was a little upset because it was, it was supposed like a to carrot. And an no, apple. no, no. So it was supposed to start off. It was supposed to start off with uh, the way it was described on the website: a generous portion of hummus with carrots and celery, which I didn't get. And then the main Man. meal, instead of the chicken, was um, a three bean stew with brown rice and potatoes. Um, and that was pretty good. It was a decent size helping. Um, but he gave me the tomato soup instead of the hummus. I don't know why. I think the guy must have been new. Didn't know what he was doing much. But I mean, it, if you think about it, it makes sense, right, to give the hummus, even though the tomato soup isn't, you know, vegetarian. But hummus is made from from the gabanzos. The gabanzos has a lot of protein, so I feel like he shorted me on some of my protein by not giving me my gabanzos <laughs> with with the hummus. You know, so I was a little upset about that. You challenged you know, to a duel. I thought about it, but I mean, you know. But like I said, I think that the kid looked young. It, it looked like he had him in work. And they, like I had, we had two kids that didn't even touch that chicken. Right? You, you get like um the leg and thigh quarter, right? Like a yeah, whole nice chunk of chicken. And they just throw that shit in front of you. Like no forks, no spoons. Like dig um, in, like eat that hand. shit. Eat with, yeah, yeah, eat with your hands. Um, Some of the kids wasn't feeling that. So they, they didn't eat that. Some of the kids didn't even want the potato. Like there was two kids that they had the whole meal. Chicken, potato, and corn just sitting there. And my man was like, oh, you don't you don't like it? He's like, you want to take it home? And I saw the kid said, no. I said, I said oh, my man. I said, no, we're going to take it home. Like, why Why would you ask? The, like, the kid ain't eating here. Why are you asking the kid? There's an adult on each side of the table. Like, ask one of the adults, hey, do you want to take some of the food home these kids ain't eat? Yeah, we want to take some of the food home. I paid for that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, at one point, the one girl was like, oh, I don't want corn. And my man wanted to keep going. I said, yeah, my man, let me get that corn. I said, she don't want it, but let me get it. Like, you give me a bowl of rice and beans, bro. Let me get the corn. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, bro, like, I'm at the end. Like, whatever the kids don't eat, come by and ask me. Like, yo, they didn't eat this. Do you want it? Like, you know, you ain't giving me a discount. And then my man want to come around with a card. This is to give me a tip. Tip for what? Tip, ask the adults if they want the food the kids don't eat. That's your tip. <laughs> <laughs> but we, le- we left them a tip. We-, we left. I was tired, yo. I was tired. But we left them a tip. We left them a tip. <laughs> You Mikey know, was mad about that. Was so Mike, co- yeah. he, he said that with so much conviction, boy. He was mad about that protein, yo. You can't short, yeah. him, you can't short the man on his protein, yo. But, you know, we left him a tip. I ain't going to lie. It was on the, the lower end. The You know, the card suggested 5 to $10 per person for tip. You know, so we went with the 5 A little bit more. We, I think it, with 5 would have been 70 I believe we left him like 75 80 So we gave him, you know, somewhat above the lower tier. But I'm like, bro, you did a lot of things wrong. You're lucky you got that tip, man. You know, I had one little girl that she was, she was like dying. And it was funny because the, the mom picks her up at the end, right? So the, the, I, I'm screwing up stories. So the little girl's eating the chicken, right? But she had finished her drink. So, I, you know, I, I went by to make sure the kids were okay, make sure everybody was eating and stuff. That's why I said at the end. So I'm walking back and forth, making sure they were good. 
And the one girl's like, why is it so spicy? Everything is so spicy. My mouth is on fire and I don't have any more drinks. I'm like, well, he'll come back with drinks in a minute. So when the mother came to pick her up, I'm like, yes, yeah, she was complaining that everything was spicy. And Elaine's like, yeah, they just put salt and pepper on it. And the mother's like, I'm sorry. Apparently, I don't season my food. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't saying all that. I'm like, I didn't eat the chicken, so I don't know what kind of spices they had on it. I said, but she was complaining that the chicken was real spicy. And Elaine again, she's like, no, just salt and pepper. She's like, yeah, I guess Damn. my food is very bland. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was my night. That was my night. It's a good way that to end is, the week. Uh, that's a good yeah. experience, that, that medieval times. It's a little hectic in the front trying to get in the right Yeah, line. trying to get in. But once you get in, it's not bad. Yeah, I haven't been there bad. since the old peanut brittle incident back in the day. Yeah. Peanut brittle incident. Yeah, we had a fundraiser where you had to sell peanut brittle. And a certain amount you sold, you got to go on the trip for free. Um, my parents not wanting to be bothered with anything, just bought all the damn peanut brittle. My man, we um, ate peanut brittle for fucking years. Yeah, yeah. You know, we ain't throwing it out. My dad's like, listen, I'm going to buy this. You guys go on the trip, but you better make sure you eat it. Boxes upon boxes upon boxes of peanut brittle, yo. Like, it was so much peanut brittle that my my buddy Joel, Joel, on his yearbook thing, he put that he loves peanut brittle because he ate so much peanut brittle in my house. (laughs) He would literally come over, like, y'all got him him on that peanut brittle? Like, oh, fuck, yeah, dude. yeah, we got we got like a case of it. Yes, we we got all the yeah, peanut brittle. Peanut you fucking and it was good peanut brittle too. It wasn't even no pump. It was fundraiser peanut brittle back then. Fundraiser candy was was fire. It was, it was yeah, good. I can still picture that damn peanut brittle. I've never <laughs> seen it ever again. Ever since then, never seen it sold. <laughs> never seen it anywhere. I don't even know if that was even a real thing or that it was, was just in and out of my life. <laughs> yeah, it came in. It stayed for a long time, and it was gone, never to be seen ever again. I don't even know where I could buy peanut brittle now if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. I'm not eating that shit no more. It's got a lot of protein. It, it was it was like caramel with peanuts. That, yeah. that doesn't sound like protein. Even I know peanuts, that. Peanuts got protein. The peanuts got protein. Yeah. I guess. Let's see, we could find that. Yeah. That's exactly what I remember it looking like. But chunks of caramel with peanut in it. What did you expect it to look like? Yeah. It's like they just, you know, melt some caramel, put that shit on a dish, throw the peanuts in it, and when it hardens, they break it with a hammer. You can't even buy that shit, yo. Like, I'm seeing nothing but recipes for it. Ain't nothing about, like, buy. I went through the whole first page of Google, and it's like, how do we make peanut brittle? Peanut brittle, I'm sorry, not peanut butter. I mean, when you go, when you hit the, the shopping tab, there is some spots that come up for it, but... Damn, that shit look nasty, though. Anyway, the morning was nice, though. Me and me and Ness, too, we, um, we volunteered to clean up the church. You know, they do, like, a twice a year church cleaning. So that was pretty neat, you know, taking her with me. I did last year by myself. I remember we talked about that on here. Um, So this year she came with me. You know, it was nice. She enjoyed it. She helped a bit with the uh, with the books and wiping down chairs and everything. So it was nice to have her come with me and experience that and, you know, be part of that community. And, you know, I just, I mean, it'd be nice to see more, more younger, middle-aged people there, though, because it was legit, like, retired people and me. Yeah, you know, I mean, because there were type of people who got nothing going on, so you know, the middle aged people they, uh, you know, I uh, guess, got shit going on, you know. Yeah, now nah, that's that's lame. That's lame, yo. Is it? I think it is, bro. Tell me, I don't got nothing going on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You make you make time for what's important. You know what I mean? you're right. You make time for what's important, and and you know, bring you. I mean, because there was a couple of teenage kids there, so you tell me, like, all those teenage kids, there's not one of the parents was available. 
to beg, you know what, let me let me go do this with you. Let me let me put forth this example. Let me show you what community is about. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things that I feel that, you know, we're losing sometimes where we're not, we're not showing forth the right example and putting forth that, you know, because community is what it's about. You know, we talk about that all the time. It's creating that community, but you ain't I mean, going to create it. That's the whole thing about there. church, right? The whole thing about yeah. church is the community. Exactly. So we had a good day. That's, good. That's nice. a good way to do it to end the week. Yeah. Nice birthday memories. Especially this week. This week's been insane, yo. Well, for me anyway, I don't know. For me, it's been a rough week. But that's good that you are. You know, you ended it the way you did. My beard is white as hell, yo. Yeah. You're like Snow White, yo. Beard is white as snow. Beard is white as snow, yeah. Go with my pale ass skin. You gotta get outside, get some sun. Well, it's actually gonna be a good week. I hope it's a good week, yo. I hope yeah, otherwise it's gonna be a good week. I mean, this last week was terrible. Yeah, last week had 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 its ups and downs. You know, as do know, every I, week. Had a lot of downs for me. More downs than ups. Definitely yeah, more woke, downs but, than ups. But you woke up every morning. Yeah, mm. you're right. Like that thing I sent you this morning, right? If somebody offered you five million dollars or ten million dollars, rather, but the uh, stipulation was you couldn't wake up tomorrow, would you take it? When did you send that? I sent that That's this morning. That's crazy. The guy yeah. starts Hell off no. with, I forget. The guy starts off with, right? He says, if I give you a million dollars right now, he's like, how would that make you feel? Would that be like the happiest day of your life right now? If I if I offered you a million dollars and the, the guy was like, yeah, hell, I'll be happy as hell. He goes, all right, so let's let's change, switch it up. He goes, if I give you $10 million, but you can't wake up tomorrow, you taking it? And he was like, nah, hell no. He's like, all right. So you saying that waking up is more to you than $10 million, but yet... You don't wake up with the same energy you had when I offered you the million. You wake up in the morning, like, dreading your day. You wake up in the morning depressed and anxious about what you're about to do. But when I offered you a million dollars, you were all happy about it. He's like, but I offered you ten, but say you can't wake up. Now you don't want it. Where's that energy when you're waking up in the morning? And the kid was like, oh, damn, I didn't think about it like that. But it's true, though, right? Like, if anybody offer you anything with the stipulation that today's your last day, you ain't taking it. Because, like, nah, I don't, I don't want today to be my last day. I want more days. But yet we get more days, and we don't look at them as such. We don't look at them as the gift that, that they are. We look at them as things to dread and things to, like, you know, drudge through. Things to kind of go through the motions just to get through. But the moment somebody's like, yeah, I'll give you this, but that's it. You're done after today. You're like, nah, I'm good. Every day we get up is a gift. It definitely is, yo. Definitely is. It's crazy how, uh, you know, death does that to you. Kind of reminds you how short shit is. I mean, lately, I kind of keep that in my forefront on the regular, man. You know, realizing that the things we have ain't forever. You know, like that, that, you know, saying this too shall pass. That goes for good and bad. Everything in your life it will pass at some point. You know, and it's, it's just that, you know, trying to keep everything in the present, focusing on, on the here and now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I try to, I mean, that, how can I explain it? I mean, I don't know if it's really focusing on the here and the now, but I don't, I don't know. My bad. I'm just at a, at a loss for, uh, for words right now. It, it, I don't know. It's just a lot, a lot of it thinking about this week, so. They just can't really materialize it into a words, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. It's understandable, man. Sometimes, like, you know, I say it all the time. Sometimes you just got to sit in it and, and go through it, figure it out. Yeah, that, that's my problem. Like, I don't really want to sit in hell. Uh, again, it's just something I'm just worried about sliding back. Or I feel like a, less, a, lot, a lot. I'm doing a lot of sliding lately, yo. Like, yeah. a lot of sliding, yo. But this is a perfect example. As to why it's so important when things is good to create those hardships and create those moments where you make yourself weak to be able to withstand 
these type of moments. This right here is a perfect example of what I've been talking about for the past, you know, X amount of years. We're creating these hardships. But when you manufacture hardships with the safety net around you, you know at any moment you can pull the plug. You know, you, you could stop that hardship, which helps you continue to go through it. So, like, for example, uh, you know, I've been doing the fasting every Wednesday and Friday. This past Wednesday was was rough. I was I was tired, lethargic, even started to get sleepy. But I had to pick up the girls from theater. Um, and then we had to drive, you know, to get some dinner together. Then we were driving to pick up cupcakes for Nessa's birthday. So I knew there was a lot that I, I was doing after work. And it got to the point that it was about 3, 30, 4 o'clock. And I was hardly keeping my eyes open. Um, at that point, I decided, you know what? It's been about 19, 20 hours in the fast. Um, I'm going to eat something because I need to. Like, I can't be picking up the girls being drowsy. I can't be driving all over like I need to be driving being sleepy. Uh, so that's an example of I manufactured that struggle, but knew in the moment when I needed to come out of it that I could. So I ate something, gave me that little boost. I was able to close out my day. You know, so that's what I mean by you create these these hardships. Now, fast forward to Friday. Friday, I felt pretty good throughout the day. Same thing, about three o'clock, I started to fade, started to get weak. My eyes started getting heavy. You know, now I'm at about 19, 20 hours again of the fast. But I'm going home to an empty house because my wife and my kids were going to watch a play at the high school. So now it's like, you know what, this is rough. But I know when I go home, I don't really need much. So I'm just going to stick it out. I'm, I'm going to, you know, go through this and, and continue with that feeling. So in my mind, like I'm fighting the struggle of, you know, cutting off my struggle earlier than I had wanted to. But knowing that, yeah, at the end of this, I don't really have much to do. So my breaking point, which was at about 19 hours, now got extended for another three hours. Right. So now, in theory, I'm a little bit stronger from that extra three hours of resisting. But if you don't manufacture these with these in these times when things are good and you could create these barriers, when that moment comes that it's not of your choosing, you're not really equipped to withstand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you understand the point? Yeah, I got what you're so saying. That, so that's what I'm saying. When when things are, are peachy and, and the sun's shining and, and you're happy-go-lucky and things is right, like, find a way to create those hardships. So this way you can train your yourself. And, and you know, I mean, we talk about it with the, the neural pathways and neuroplasticity and all them fancy terms and stuff like but whether you manufacture it or you go through it it's, it's not fun either way because you know it wasn't fun for me these these two days but like i said by you know by the time friday rolled around i was a little bit more equipped man and i think you know this coming wednesday i'll probably be even better equipped and, and so on and so forth and every time you go through that hardship it's going to strengthen you a little bit but you got to create it when things are good man i feel like my whole life is a hardship so i kind of used to try to appreciate it when it's good I ain't trying to add no more drama to it. I got enough fucking drama in my life, bro. Yeah, but it's different drama, man. It's different drama. It's still fucking drama, yo. It's still drama, yo. Just saying, just... See, my, my thing is, yo, I, I spent a lot of time being fucking sad. A lot of time being sad. A lot of time being depressed. You know what I mean? And I did a lot of work over the past two years to not be that anymore. You know what I mean? I've been smiling through a lot of shit. I've learned to smile through a lot of shit. I learned to carry shit a lot better than I used to. You know what I mean? So, it, for me, I mean, I, I, I'm more worried about just sliding back into that. That's why, you know, when what happened last week, remember Carlos, my boy Carlos, 
that came by the shop with the the brakes, told about his brakes was making noise. Yeah. And he went out and bought a system the bought next day. He's system. like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 passed away. Oh damn! Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Damn. You know, having two friends pass away in a matter of weeks is it's a lot to deal with, you know. And then I had uh some other stuff that uh I'm not gonna air on here that I had to deal with. Dealing with that. And, you know, dealing with, you know, the day before Gianna was in the kitchen and she was with Jen and they were talking. I tried to go in there to get involved in the, in the situation and the conversation. And Gianna got like nasty with me. She's like, oh, what are you, why are you, why are you standing there? You being nosy. And I'm like, not being nosy. I'm trying to be a part of the conversation. She's like, no, you're being nosy. And instead of Jennifer being like, yo, don't talk to your dad like that. She co-signed what she said. She's like, yeah, you're being annoying. You, you know, yeah, you're being nosy. And Gianna's like, you're so annoying. This and that. And I'm like the fuck so i had you know i'm dealing with my daughter telling me i'm annoying for wanting to be a part of the family and try to be a part of the discussion my fucking childhood best friend dying and i was having you know situations with uh with natalia so i was dealing with a lot all at the same time you know what i mean and it was just it was rough man it was it was it was rough to to uh try to keep my head together you know and i felt like everything was unraveling like you know on top of dealing with all of that i'm dealing with the fact that i'm you know I'm packing here and I'm moving to, to not be here. I'm not going to be around the kids no more. You know what I mean? So it, it's a lot I've been trying to deal with. And, and through the whole process, I'm just trying to like smile through it and just kind of, you know, keep my shit in check. And then, you know, all that shit happened. And it was just like, fuck, man. Like, I just wanted, like, I just wanted to stop. You know, I want everything just to pause for me and just to sick it to just kind of chill out, you know? But life don't work like that. You know, you don't get to hit the pause button and try to, you know, get a break for a minute, you know? So. It was just really rough, and I just really, I'm really, really worried about, you know, falling back into that dark place. You know what I mean? And it's it's weird because like, I remember when I kept thinking about moving out and uh, living alone. I'm like, fuck, that's that's gonna be rough. It's gonna fuck me up. And now I'm thinking about moving in with my parents until I get an apartment, and that's like, oh fuck, that's really gonna fuck me up. You know what I mean? Because so it's like now all of a sudden moving out on my own doesn't seem as so worrisome like i'm not so worried about moving out and being alone you know what i mean now that doesn't seem so bad anymore you know what i mean because now the alternative is you know staying in my parents house which there's no knock against my parents you know what i mean it's nothing wrong with them i love my parents what is know? what is that what's the problem that you gotta be that I, I, i'm it's gonna be rules or something or well no i mean i mean that, i mean that's not not i don't think so i mean but i mean that may be a problem but it's just like after 25 years i'm like back at square one you know what i mean nah you just like you, just, just, nah, you can't I'm, look at it like that but I, I can't after 25 years i'm, I'm well, living with my parents it, i got I, I got nothing you know i'm literally i'm literally right back to where i started yo i'm literally right back to where it's a it's a new it's a new beginning is what it is it's it's not back at square one it's a new beginning it's a new path it's a new chapter you at where you at but you have you have years of experience and knowledge now now you get to do it in a better way i guess i'm saying like i guess it is the way i'm looking at it because i mean to me it's just like 25 years i got nothing i'm right back to driving an old beat-up car Living, living in a, you know, my basement, my parents' basement. And I don't even, I'm not even doing that. I'm getting a room, so. That's a good fucking car, bro. I'm not saying it's not a good car. You're going to get all emotional, but I'm saying it's, it's an old beat-up car. It's, it's a good fucking car. I maintained that car. That's a good fucking I'm car. I'm not saying it's not fucking maintained. You can't compare an 08 Rav <laughs> to a fucking 2019 anything. I wouldn't yeah, know because I've always driven old beat-up ass cars. That bro. ain't worth it. Always. That ain't worth it, man. It's, I stay like that. I stay like that. 
You just need that shit to get you from point A That's to point it. B. That's all it fucking matters Especially about. Especially out here with all the shit they put on the roads. Whatever kind of car you have, whether it's a nice car or expensive car. Man, I want, I, want my, I, want my, I want my cheeks heated. In the winter, that shit, man. See again, bro. Oh, I, I, want, I, want, I want, I want, I want. You looking for comfort, man? Yes, yes, you're right. I am looking for comfort, man. Fuck that comfort, bro. Does your girl Fuck got a car? Yeah. There you go. There's your car. Start driving around with the goddamn heat off, bro. With the windows open, bro. Get yourself uncomfortable. What? Let me ask you a question. Ask How does that? How does that sound like living? Like, How does that sound like, like let me let me let me make my life miserable. Let me make my life a complete hardship. Like that doesn't sound because it strengthens you for life. How is that a complete hardship though? Yeah, it's just a little cold, bro. No, but example, you keep saying right? the let me challenge. You, you, let me you, give you, you the keep, example. Good, let me good, give, you keep let me give you like another example. Up. Put these things in. Put let these me give you another. Like, can I give you another I, example? Okay. I give you another example. Okay. Give me another example. <laughs> a couple months ago, right during during the holidays, we took a trip over to Hershey for for the Christmas Hershey. shit. Right, weather was not all that great. All right, it was cold. It was a little bit rainy, and we were out there with the kids. Right now, if I was somebody who constantly sought comfort, when we were two hours into this trip at the park, and I was covered in freezing cold rain, my pants was wet, my jacket was wet. And I had to give my hat and scarf to my daughter to keep her warm. I would have been walking through there with an attitude. Talking about whatever you want to do. Whatever you, do you want to go? Like, you want to eat? You don't want to eat. Like, you going to write? But I didn't. You know why? Because every single morning, I am in a garage that is under 25 degrees, pushing heavy-ass weight over my head. So you know what? Being outside in the rain, in the cold with my family, ain't all that bad. My wife said, oh, I'm a little bit cold. Take my jacket. I'm good. Right. And I was able to do that because I manufactured hardship in the rest of my life. So when I had that freezing rain hitting me, yeah, my body was shivering. But my mind was like, this ain't no thing. We do this every day. I so was I was able to enjoy that moment like with them. That. Yeah, it's shivering, bro. Shivering, you know, trying to get warm. But that's what I'm saying. You create these little hardships. So that one hard. I'm not saying that every month. Don't get me wrong. In the morning when I get up and, and, and I come downstairs and it's cold, I put the heat on. And then I go to the bathroom, which has a small radiator, and I sit in there and read my Bible for five minutes to the heat, and the house comes on. Then I come out and I sit. So it's not that I don't ever seek comfort, but that's not my go-to. My go-to is to find these, these areas where I could challenge myself so that when my life becomes a challenge, I'm good for the people around me. That's what I'm trying to get forth. It's not that I, I want to live my life with no heat and no AC, and I want to walk barefoot outside to, you know, whatever. Like, no, it's the idea is when you can endure the hardships. So when moments come that people need someone to lead them through a hardship, they're going to look at you like, ah, right, what are we doing? And you're going to be able to go through. We just spent $12,000 on our roof. We have no savings. In my wife's eyes, she's very stressed because this is the first time in her life she never had you know, a good chunk of money in the bank. I grew up broke. I came into this relationship with over $100,000 in debt. So yeah, my savings is gone. I'm where I've always been. But you know what I got now? I got years of experience now to say, okay, well, you know what? I've been broke. I got out of being broke. I could do it again. It's no big deal. So while she's sitting here stressing about money, I'm like, listen, stop. Let me know what we got to cover. Let me know what needs to be paid. 
Let me know when, you know, and, and we'll figure it out. Like, it doesn't bother me because I've been through that hardship. Now, granted, that one wasn't a self-induced hardship. I was just about that was, to say, you know, like, but you the, know, the, the, the point of the matter is you view these hardships as ways to strengthen you, right? I could look back at my, at, you know, the way I grew up and then some of the stupid decisions I made in my early adulthood and complain about it. Or I could see it as, nah, bro, that shit right there that I went through. That's why I'm the way I am today. That's why I'm able to shell the money out, have nothing in savings and still be cool with it. Cause I know I have that experience. I know how to survive with nothing. I know how it is to pay my rent and be like, well, I guess I'm hitting my credit card for gas for the next three weeks. Cause I'm broke as shit, but not let my wife know about it because I've done that. I've been through there and I got out of it. So yeah, you know what? Maybe after 25 years, you at square one. Well, if you look at all the hardships that you endured, and take them for what they were, learning stones, things to strengthen you, creating calluses on you to help make you a stronger person. No, you ain't starting from square one. You're starting from 25 years of experience, and now you get to redo it. That's what you're starting from. Now, if you want to look at it the other way, then, yeah, you're going to look at it the other way, and you're going to defeat yourself before you even get started. Now, because I could easily say that now. I could say, damn, fucking $12,000 to the roof. Now I'm broke. Back to where I was before the pandemic. Back to having no money saved up. If something happens, I'm screwed. And I could take every day and be stressed as hell. Or I could simply say, you know what? I've been here. I got out of it before. I'll get out of it again. Little by yeah, little. I, I think that has day. more to do with the mindset than the struggle. I mean, like I said, I mean, for me, I, I feel like everything is a fucking struggle. So, I mean, yeah, I, but like, see, I, don't, but I don't feel like, like, if I feel like everything's a struggle, why would I create more struggle? I feel like I'm always fucking struggling. You know what I mean? So no, like, but there have been times when, when life has been good. There have been times that, that, that life has been good. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying that, that, that there hasn't been times that life has been good. What I'm saying is that I don't feel that I need to create struggles because my life is fucking full with them. I make enough bad decisions. Yeah, that I, but I, it's, it's I complicate different. my life like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but see, like, you you taking it like I'm telling you to live in a constant state of struggle again, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm, that, that, I'm that, to be honest, that's pocket, exactly pocket how, like, struggle, bro. how, like, I'm seeing it. It's like, it's like, but fuck, that's not like, what I'm trying to get to, man. I'm talking about pockets of struggle, man. I'll give you another example. I My back went out on me when I was 16 years old. First time my back went out to the point that I couldn't walk out. I had to get a backy out of me. Right? I was thinking of backy out of me. <laughs> no, but all to the side, right? So when I was 16 years old, so from 16 to about 25, Let's say 26 for a good decade. I spent my life in and out of doctor's office, MRIs, nerve checks, this and that, back going out every six months religiously, in bed. I'm in my 40s. I haven't had an issue with my back in over 15 years because I started going to the gym and working out, right? But this is what I'm getting at. So now, don't get me wrong, there's been times where I maybe did a little something and my back got a little aggravated. It doesn't affect me to the extent that it would affect somebody who got to year 40 with no back issues. Because now I'm like, ooh, that don't feel right. All right, let me start icing. Let me start heating. Let me start stretching. Within two, three days, I'm good. Now, if I had gotten to this point without ever having a back issue, but my back gets sacked up, I don't know what to do now. I'm like, shit, I never had this happen before, yo. Fuck, I don't know what to do. It, you have to go through the hardship to get the knowledge. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I, I 100% agree with that. I mean, you see it all the time, like these people that go through these struggles and how, how much it makes them a better person. And you, these people that don't go through any struggles are a complete piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, but not even have... that they're a complete piece of shit, but more in the sense of when, when life comes, they don't know how to handle it. Well, yeah, I guess saying they're a piece you of know, shit. You know, it's, is the it's wrong like way that idea of, of, you know, 
well, you know, that the old saying that they want a knight in shining armor, but Jin Knight comes in shining armor, he ain't battle tested. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you want a knight to come where his his armor is, is raggedy as shit, dented, <laughs> scratched. Because that means he was battle tested. That means he went through that hell to get awesome. where he was at. But it's that true though, awesome, right? Buddy. Like No, it's true. I, I, I really appreciate that one. That was good. <laughs> you know, they want that dude with a white horse and then the shiny yeah, armor. It's like, the, all right, like clean uniform. Yeah. With the dirty uniform. Like what what is she doing? If I, I'm showing up like I'm I'm showing up like the dude helping the night. I'm out here in, in tattered robes, not even on a horse. Yeah, dude. but you know see, the thing is though, but you you gotta be with them tattered robes, but you gotta be standing tall. That that's the difference. You know, you don't want to show up crawling with your armor beat up. You want to be like, yeah, I went through hell, got my ass kicked, but I'm I'm standing, and that's how you gotta look at it. That's how you gotta try to take it. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to. I'm not to... saying to smile through the hardship. Fuck, you need to cry, cry. See, but yeah, that's be the angry, thing. be angry. I, I was all of that shit. Stand was, up, man. Stand up. Angry. Just, just stay. St- yeah, but those are all normal emotions, man. But the thing, like, I, many I, times, don't wanna, like I, I don't a lot of people see these emotions as negative. They're not negative. You need I, I, emotions. Sometimes emotions it's tell not you about shit. wanting to sit in it. It's just uh, it's where you have to be. I, I just, that's like it. I said, I'm just worried that you know, I, I definitely feel myself sliding. I feel the darkness creeping in. I feel the demons coming back. I'm just, I'm just worried. At, at the route this is gonna take, I'm a little scared. Don't let them come back. Yeah, but, but the work, yeah. the work that you put in should be enough for you to say. Fuck that's that. that's what I keep I thinking. That's what I keep thinking and hoping. To you go know what I mean? Backwards and go back into this. That and, and get around community. Get yourself and you know, I say it all the time. And you know, I sent you something the other day. I don't know if you read it and was like this motherfucker always with this bullshit or whatnot. Nah, but you know, it's it's. I, like I said all the time, I speak on my faith because that's my faith. I can't speak on any other faith. There's other people that are, you know, claim that other faiths are the way to enlightenment and to get, you know, where you got to get to. But I speak on it all the time, bro. And, there, and there's power in it, you know. But whether you open the book, whether you go into church, you know, getting around men that go to church, there's power in it, man. If you just sitting there bracing for impact, anything can happen. But if, if you feel it's coming, then it's like, ah, right, you know what? Let me see. What did I do last time when I went through this? And that shit ain't work. So let me try to do something different. So if, if you're worrying about something happening and you know what you did last time and that didn't really work out for you, but you know what did work was sitting around with me and Juan having these conversations, then you need to be around community. You need to be around people, like-minded well, that, That's people. the thing, too. I, I mean, I am a lot more open with, uh, <clears throat> you know, talking about, I mean, it's still a little hard. Essentially, I'm not used to to be uh, talking about that stuff and how I feel. It's you know I'm used to just kind of keeping it to myself and you know sucking it up and having my moment alone. You know, so this time I I definitely uh, you know released how I was feeling to some people. You know, and uh, spoke about it, spoke on it. So I mean I I, I definitely understand the fact that I, you know I have the tools and stuff to uh, to get around and through this. You know what I mean? It's just you know, I just worry. I worry about everything. I'm always, I'm always fearful of the unknown. That's just you know how, you know, I'm wired. I guess you know, I gotta re- rework that wiring, rework those uh, neurological pathways to think differently. I guess yeah, that part, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't quite repaired that part of me yet. So you trying to do it on your own? Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Like, fuck, I hate when I hate when Mike, when Mikey says some shit that makes. No, sense. I mean, especially when it's about me, man. Like, like I'm <laughs> telling you, man, it's like I said. I don't, I don't know if some people sometimes think I'm just full of shit when I say shit, or yeah, they feel like I'm saying it because it's the right thing to say. 
But like when somebody comes by when we ain't got no work and they're like, yo, how you so calm? I'm like, yo, God got me. I'm all right. Jesus made sure I had something before and he going to make sure I have something now. And I wholeheartedly believe that because every morning I'm in that Bible and I'm reading the stories and I'm seeing the examples and I'm talking to men that that are in relationship with Jesus and I'm seeing what they're doing and I'm listening to podcasts from men who are in Jesus and I'm seeing what's going on in their lives. And it's like, yeah, there's power in that. There's power in knowing, you know what? God woke me up today. There's a purpose for me. Let me get up and do something to honor him. Like there is power in that mindset, man. And you ain't going to get that just because you wake up and be like, yeah, let me get this mindset. No, no, you got to put in the work. You got to get into the book. You got to get into the word. You got to talk to people about the word. You got to listen to people talking about it. You got to get the power behind you, man. And there is power in that, bro. 100%. And I will preach that till the day I can no longer speak. There's power in that. I've seen it happen more and more time and time again. I've also seen the way the, the devil attacks when you start going deeper into that way. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm under we, some attacks those, right now that I'm fighting, that I'm praying against. Yeah, we have, we've had these conversations. I think it was like a well, week or two ago about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I get well, that. And, and, and there's I, I mean, power and that does, in that, man. That does, I guess, kind of, I guess, make me feel better knowing that, you know what, like the fact that I'm going through this is obviously you know, means that I'm doing something right because, you know, I'm, I'm getting these attacks. I'm fighting these demons. So clearly I'm doing something right if these I mean, demons I, are coming I, back looking for me. So I believe it's in it's in James. I'm not sure if it's James or Paul says it, but, you know, they, they spell it out clear as day. Like, you know, be grateful for these hardships, knowing that from these hardships create persistence and from persistence you create faith. And it's like, yeah, every hardship you go through is strengthening your faith. Tanya, there, there's power in there, man. There's power in there. You know, if, if you feel you need something more, if, if you're worried, just reach out and grab it, man, and see what happens. Maybe you'll come back six months from now and back, yo, you were full of shit. I did what you said, and it ain't it ain't work for me. But, you know, you ain't going to know unless you try it. Shit, start small, bro. When we get off, go to church. Sit in the back. Just listen. When it's over, leave. Don't get communion. Don't talk to nobody. Sit all the way in the furthest spot from the altar. And then just walk out and do it again next week. And keep doing it. And you don't tell me that in a few weeks, few months, that you ain't feeling a little bit different. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I go to church, I, I it does, you know, hearing the the stories and all that stuff, it does get me thinking when I leave. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. It does kind of make you rethink stuff, you know. Sometimes you, I've been at church, you know, I'm going through some shit, and then you go to church, and that's, you know, that's what the story of the day is, you know. So, that, I mean, I, I, I see shit like that. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. You fight against it. I fight against everything. I know. Anything that I have. This Again, I say it every time. This is the only thing I'm consistent with is this shit. That's it. I fight against everything. I fight against authority. I fight against everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I'm just saying, if, if you're worried about something, you know, going in reverse, then you need to, you know, find I mean, new ways I, to deal with it. I, I, I like to think that the fact that I'm aware of it, it gives me a better better fighting chance because I, I see it coming. I see how it's going. Oh, no, it definitely it, does. It's allowing me to uh, handle stuff a little better, but it, I mean, it's still it's still a very stressful situation, you know. And understandably so, it should be. I mean, I I I I've, I know how that side feels. You know, what I mean, and then I got I got a a taste of the other side. You know, with all this stuff that we've done, and I just you know I, I you know I guess maybe it's just me, just me being you know feeling like it's I don't definitely know just you. It, it is. It, I know it is. I mean, I mean there's just... no maybe about it. 
<laughs> seems to be a lot of that a lot of that going around. Let's keep it real. I mean, you have to stop fighting yourself. Use the tools I mean, it's, that you it's got over. from talking with us and, and just forget about the old Nick and now you're creating a new Nick with some of that old OG in there. Like all these flavors of marijuana. Shit. The triple <laughs> and quadruple blends. You know what I'm saying? There's still some OG Nick in there, but we just gonna call it something else. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you, make, you gotta make it simpler for yourself and not, not overcomplicate it. Just, just go. I mean, that's the thing. It just finds my, my day, way to deal with it. At the end of the day, the moment's going to come. It's going to pass. And that's going to be it. So how you want to play that moment, how you want to spend the time while it's there and let it pass, is the, it's how, how you going to get through it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. You ain't going to stop it. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. That's life. Just got to keep swimming. Yeah. Got to keep Bro, swimming. I got to go get my ass ready for, for class today, yo. With that being said, you know, I know Mikey has some shit going on. So, you know, we're going to cut it out here and uh, we're going to wrap it up. And like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down here and listen to us. And, uh, you know, till next time, stay up, stay blessed. Peace. 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 <laughs> I'm out, yeah.